0: Ben Shapiro is coming to Calgary. You heard that correct. Ben Shapiro, the real Ben Shapiro that you know that you love is coming to Calgary. How do you get tickets? How do you learn more about it? Stay tuned. Hi, folks. My name is Cam. I am the host of the Pro-Life Guys podcast, a show dedicated to equipping you with the tools that you need to have compassionate and compelling conversations about abortion so together we can change minds, save lives, and transform our culture. And I assure you, this is not a clickbait episode. Bench Shapiro is for real coming to Calgary. It is an event hosted by our friends, um, the Wilberforce Project, who are Alberta's political pro-life organization when it comes to nominating, electing and lobbying politicians. They're absolute bangers. They are phenomenal we've had a couple of their their team members on the show before I'm sure that they'll be featured again um and when I first saw Ben Shapiro live coming to Calgary um I I didn't really believe it I I didn't actually think that that was something that could happen somebody as high profile as Ben coming all the way up here to do a a a show um not a show I guess not really a show but but an event um I think it's so cool, and in today's episode, we're going to talk with Stephanie Fenley, who's the Executive Director of the Wilberforce Project, the hosting organization, to talk all about Ben, what to expect from this event, how to get tickets, how you can get involved, and why this kind of event is so important. Uh, We've talked before about how the pro-life movement in Canada around the world arguably has three collaborative arms. We've got the kind of crisis arm of the pro-life movement, the incredible um, pregnancy care centers and post-abortive healing ministries that often work one-on-one with moms and dads, either going through challenging pregnancies or who have gone through challenging pregnancies um, and and parenting situations, whether they chose life, whether they chose abortion and how do they um, encourage them to choose life in the future and how do they help them, find hope and healing after abortion we've got the educational arm of the pro-life movement which um the pro-life guys podcast and our parent organization ccbr is a part of proactively engaging the general public in meaningful conversations and interactions about abortion to change hearts and minds proactively before they become pregnant and to build ultimately into that um culture of change, cultural transformation, so that people don't want abortions for themselves. They understand that you can't solve problems by killing innocent children, that mothers and fathers deserve better, Um, not to mention the children who deserve far better than abortion. And finally, the political arm of the pro-life movement, the one that many people are most familiar with, and at times the one that is, I, I suppose, the most divisive when it comes to strategy and approach and what what constitutes a victory and the many challenges that they face. World First Project are an incredible part of that political arm of the pro-life movement, as I mentioned, nominating, electing, and lobbying politicians to bring about protection for pre-born children and support to their parents. Um and i am thrilled for this episode i'm really excited to have steph back on without further ado here's my conversation with stephanie fenley from the wilberforce project all about this upcoming event november 16th bench Shapiro coming to calgary all right stephanie welcome back to the pro-life guys podcast how are you doing
1: i'm doing great thanks so much for having me on here today
0: yeah, my pleasure. We we have got a spicy one to talk about today that I am thrilled. I hope that our audience is thrilled about it as well. I got to ask first question here. So Ben Shapiro, a name that in some ways goes without a whole lot of introduction, because I'm sure that the majority of our audience is very familiar with Ben Shapiro. If you're not, um, I don't know... How many rocks are still um, in the, the Canadian real estate market? No offense, but um, Ben Shapiro is huge. And I, I can still think of the first time I came in contact with Ben Shapiro. I'm, I'm curious on your end, Ben Shapiro, is this somebody that, that you have been kind of following for a long time? Is it somebody who has been recently put on your radar? Obviously, he's been on your radar for a little bit because you guys are hosting him. But where is your first point of contact for Ben?
1: Yeah, um, I think I saw him probably like a lot of people on some YouTube clip where he was debating, I think a university student on a life issue. I'm pretty sure it was a, some kind of uh, pro-abortionist debating one of the questions that he just answers so well. And I was floored, like jaw dropping, um, impressed by his intellect and his uh quick thinking and, and the logic that he used, but he was also, I found still very tactful and respectful to his opponent in the, in the debate here. So ever since then I couldn't get enough of him and uh, yeah, he's been on my radar now for years.
0: Gotcha. Honestly, I must admit, he's one of the names that I, I drop very early in most of my apologetics workshops of like, how many of you are familiar with Ben Shapiro? Because so often, I, I think that he's been a, a major catalyst within the global pro-life movement in many ways mm-hmm. by bringing the abortion issue in a simple form to a huge number of people mm-hmm. that you... You don't need to be a rocket scientist. I mean, he's a brilliant guy. Don't get me wrong. But I, one of the things I massively appreciate from all of the YouTube clips that I've seen from him is how simple he distills the pro-life argument down to why is it okay to kill innocent humans to solve problems. And so when I first saw the the Facebook post, I, I think it was on Facebook that I first saw Ben Shapiro coming to Calgary, I, I could barely believe it <laughs> that this was happening. And then to know that you guys are linked and, and like primary facilitators – How did this come about? Like, was this something that you guys were like late on a Friday afternoon? You guys were tired and we're just like, we should get Ben Shapiro. We, We should just get Ben Shapiro. Like, how did this even come about?
1: Yeah, yeah, were we drunk, right? Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but uh, that was going through my mind. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, um, no, we weren't actually. So, I was sitting. This this got started late last year, and I was doing some operating planning and projecting for 2023. And as I was kind of, you know, every nonprofit, you try to make the numbers stretch further than they really can, and and I was looking at the things we normally do, and I and I stopped and I asked myself, well, what should we do? And, uh, and Ben Shapiro was the answer, and I thought, okay, well, this is this is bigger <laughs> than anything we've done. And I went to my team the next day and suggested this, and I was very excited to hear that they didn't quit on me. You know, they didn't just walk out the door. <laughs> So I presented it further to onto our board and everyone, like we just kept getting affirmations along the way. And uh, so it's been a long process that started really on a whim. It was, you know, if I could do something really cool in 2023, this this was the answer.
0: Very cool. And, and I... That That's awesome. I I can't imagine there are very many people who hear that idea of like, we should bring in Ben Shapiro and be like, nah, we, we shouldn't settle for Ben Shapiro. We should aim higher. I mean, I can't think of anybody higher within yeah. kind of the, the small C conservative movement, especially when it comes to challenging kind of the current woke society and all, and all that kind of thing. We'll get into that more in a little bit. But I, I also got to ask like, I'm sure that there's something of an application process that goes in. You don't just like randomly hit up Ben Shapiro on Instagram and be like, yo, do you want to come to Canada? Um, yeah. and, and so like, what was the kind of conversation like with Ben Shapiro's team? Was this something that you went back and forth on? Was it something that you kind of negotiated what the, the topic would be, the coverage, the, the setting, all that kind of thing? How much of that do you guys look after? How much of that does Ben look after? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: So it um, we I we've gone through an agency, so speaker agency. That was our first point of contact, where I got to learn a lot of things about, uh, you know, his speaker uh, package and what he requires to travel and all of these things, so we could better understand what we might be entering into. And and then, yeah, within as we got closer to contract is when we started um, reaching into the Daily Wire and 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 communicating more with their team about the specifics and and dates. And I got to learn lots about Jewish holidays, which we are currently in and uh, and days that weren't going to work and that he was available for. And it just yeah, like I said, we had lots of course correcting along the way, but it is it is coming this November.
0: It's happening. We're booked. We are booked. I let me pull up the date again. It's November 19th. I want to say 16th, 16th, November 16th. We're going to talk a little bit more about the actual event. I mean, actually, no, let's talk about that right now. When is this happening? Where is it happening? And then we'll dive maybe into what people can expect when they actually attend the event.
1: You bet. So it's in Calgary, Alberta. Uh, November sixteenth, um, evening show. It starts at eight o'clock. Doors open at seven. That's when you should be there. Um, there's tickets ranging from eighty-seven dollars all the way up to front row tickets are pretty pricey. With a photo, you get a photo with Ben Shapiro, meet and greet, all of those things. Um, and and yeah, the I, I guess the idea around the event is you know, conservatives who love Ben Shapiro, I mean, if you love Ben Shapiro, you've heard this and you know, you just need to be there. And you probably love him on a lot of issues, um, pro-life being one of them. So we are welcoming him into Canada to speak on defeating wokeism, uh, you know, to battle back against this attack on our families and our children. So you can expect some of that November 16th.
0: Fantastic! That that's really cool. So he's coming. He's giving um, a, a presentation. Do you know if he'll be entertaining question and answer um, following yes. his presentation? Yeah.
1: Yes, we are.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I, I find that's always one of my favorite parts of his presentations, the way that he engages the audience, both like-minded people as well as those that would um, oppose him, that it, it's not just radical pro boards and this and that, that are, that he's kind of debating at the microphone, but it's also an opportunity for pro-lifers, for conservatives to ask questions mm-hmm. about kind of the path forward. How do we actually move forward? That, that kind of thing, which is really cool as well. Um, so that's awesome. So November 16th, we're going to have the link for where people can buy tickets. Um, we're going to stream through the website, BenchPiroLive.ca, I believe, or is it .com? Yes,
1: that's right, .ca.
0: BenchPiroLive.ca. We're going to have that in there. Buy your tickets. Um, and so he's coming. He's talking about defeating wokeism, Q&A as well. Um, I'm sure that you guys are going to be there. And I guess in some ways, got to ask the question of like, I think that for many people, they're going to connect the dots. But as Alberta's political pro-life organization, nominating, electing, lobbying politicians, how do you guys see this as um, kind of supplementing and building into your directive as an organization, your mission for bringing about change in Alberta, particularly as pertains to the pro-life issue?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a good, it's a really good question. So um, one is this event will be profitable. It'll be a fundraising effort um, for our work and the work that we do um, is you know like you said training people to engage in the political arena, um, door knocking, running for office, uh, winning campaigns. Um, so it'll fund all of those other projects that we're up to. Also fighting back. We had a a bylaw just near where you are. Can the Strathmore bylaw that was trying to ban uh, fetal ultrasound images, um, and they're banning images of baby bodies. So we're we're, we're pushing back on the political uh, establishment in that way. But this event I think is really important because we have a venue with 2,500 people 2,500 people hearing Ben Shapiro, and I think what he does great is he's a you know straight shooter, a straight shooter about these issues, but also about getting being part of the solution. And you know we believe that part of that solution is political action. Um, and if he has other suggestions, I'm excited to hear what he has about how we can fight back against these attacks. And and so you know 2,500 people being more informed and engaged in a pro-life solution that is very much in line with what we're up to.
0: Absolutely. And I, I think that this obviously builds upon your your benefit for life um, events that you've been hosting for several years now, probably more than that, probably the better part of a decade that you guys have yeah. been hosting them. And, and I have looked to Wilberforce Project as leaders in recruitment, member recruitment for such a long time. I mean, I, I think that I attended the first banquet that you guys had held. It, it mm-hmm. had maybe a couple hundred people. And the last one you guys had, you you had multiple sessions in both Edmonton and Calgary with, with hundreds, over a thousand people. And I think this takes the next natural step as well. That There's probably unfortunately a lot of people who are more familiar with ben shapiro and the american pro-life movement than there are familiar with the canadian pro-life movement let alone the albertan pro-life movement and so i think this is a great um catalyst and spark plug as well towards drawing people to, towards a group such as your own and even the greater pro-life movement as they realize that they they can't just throw up their hands and discuss with where canada is at that not only is there a fight to be had that we are in desperate need of foot soldiers and people who can financially partner and get on the front lines, all that kind of stuff. And so I, I, I think this very naturally builds upon what you guys have been doing with the benefit for life. And I, I wonder just about how you have seen from your own perspective of the mobilization of pro-lifers, because you've been such a leader within the pro-life mm. movement of drawing people in. What is your your kind of vantage point seen for the value of drawing people into the pro life movement with an event such as this where they're attracted maybe by a high profile speaker, even at times by an incredible meal, drawing them in to hear some pro-life content and getting them plugged in with political um and other efforts as well
1: yeah um i i think it's invaluable one of the secret lies i think that can circulate in the pro-life world is that i'm the only one uh, I'm alone in this movement uh, like you said a lot of Canadians follow the pro-life movement and the political situation in the states thinking that it's dead here in Canada that no one's doing anything so I'm quite uh, I'm quite happy to bring that awareness that there is a lot happening in Canada there's a, a really growing movement here um, and and I mean the work that you're doing are, are identifying more more pro-lifers all the time our internship I was just pulling some data this morning we run a a pro-life political internship every summer and this year we had uh, what was it 24,000 people who signed a petition to end pain capable abortions and best of all 2360 I think it was were completely new to us 2,300 and I wish I had it right in front of me were completely new so, you know, this, the importance of, of growing the movement in any way possible. So that work is done by a petition door to door. The pro-life banquet that you mentioned we hosted. Yeah, it, it grew so huge. The first one was 87 people. And the last one, at the largest in Canada, was over a thousand. So, you know, the, the myth that this is a dying opinion is false, Um and I hope that this event and the success and the attendance is another sign of that. And there's going to be a lot of people who want to shut this one down, <laughs> uh, you know, between protesters and and even, the, you know, some tactical things. Maybe we could expect just pressure to close the event from the authorities that that, um, that might be brought into this. But so that would be my um, my comment to all of you listening and uh Cam yourself you know it's so important that we just push through it doesn't matter if there's going to be you know people that are in opposition that's actually more reason to get out and to insist that we are there we are showing up we do want to hear this so much so that you know if there's a a road blockade or something we'll wait in line we'll get through you know like I don't know what to expect but um that sense of growing and the importance of getting out and and attending this stuff getting informed and being part of the solution is is just so incredible
0: yeah, absolutely. And I, I got to ask, like I, I'm sure that as, as the key organizer, and I'm sure that there's others within TWP that have been major um, contributors when it comes to all the logistics and administrative stuff behind it. I, I wonder if if you might have a slightly different answer than our, our friend and colleague, Cam Wilson, um, the political coordinator. Are, are you looking forward to some of that pushback? Are you a little bit apprehensive of, <laughs> yeah. of what might happen during the event? I mean, I, I've seen stuff where you've got people chanting the back and signs, but I've also, as you allude to, more kind of direct action, not even to mention um, the the potential for censorship even from the the host venue or from um, other areas. I, I think even uh, I mean peanuts compared to this, but but helping run the the national conference that we hosted here in Calgary in 2019, we had the hotel attempt to back out on us, and and we had to go in and scramble with them to say you know like this sets really bad precedent if you have a bunch of groups and a bunch of people that are booking into this hotel and you're going to pull the rug out from under them. Um, is that something that you guys are excited about? Is that something that you've already had ample conversation with, um, local authorities and, and the venue and all that kind of thing? Like, like, what does that look like on your guys' end? Or are you yeah. just kind of hoping and praying that they we're able to, to kind of cross those bridges as we get there?
1: Yeah. So we've, we've tried to tread this line as best we can. And in working with the venue, um, you know, we were upfront about who it was, about the potential controversy. Um, they've been very welcoming and supportive of freedom of speech. Um, we've talked about, you know, added security measures. We understand the property line where, you know, protesters uh, would not have legal access to be standing. So we understand some of the, the logistical parts of that. Um, you know, do I, am I looking forward to that kind of opposition? <laughs> well,
0: uh, You're sometimes. looking forward to the stories afterwards. You're looking yeah. forward to the stories afterwards. You know yeah. what? You'll we'll push through and.
1: <laughs> sometimes it's, sometimes that opposition is a reminder that we must be doing something right. Um, other times I just, I, I hope that those who are coming in attendance, that they have the courage and perseverance not to be deterred and um it, it that's actually even more reason like i said it's even more reason to be getting there and to insist that this event will happen um we're like i said we're doing our part as best we can to anticipate and, and um to mitigate any of that but who knows yeah who knows yeah.
0: Absolutely. And, and so another shout out, you can buy the tickets. We'll have the, the show notes in here. I, I wonder, are there any other ways that you're looking for people to be involved, whether it comes to spreading the word, when it comes to advertising, whether it comes to even um, volunteering to help usher people in or anything like that? I, I think, again, of way back, uh, not way back when, but when I first joined CCBR in our new abortion caravan, the last couple of talks we had, we had protesters blocking um, driveways and whatnot. In, and so we had all of us interns who were like, um, ushering in these, these lovely old women past these people with their shirts ripped off and all that kind of stuff mm. and, and covering their ears and all that kind of stuff um, at times even covering their mouths to make sure they didn't say anything too vile towards the protesters because oh. they were just so shocked and whatnot but um, are there any other ways that you're looking for people to get involved in the preparation or even I guess in the aftermath after this kind of event
1: Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> great question. Yeah, please spread the word. That's yeah. huge. We want this to go viral. We want people, you know, hopping on planes and coming in to see them. So um, wherever if you have a place that people are listening to you, please share Ben um, secondly, we are still looking for underwriters of the event. So if anyone there listening uh, wants to be part of the reason the Bench Bureau is coming to Canada, you can also head to the same website and reach out to us because this is a step in faith. It's a big event for the Wolf Force Project that we're, we're, yeah, we're stepping out in faith. So um, anyone wants to contribute practically to getting this off the ground, I will welcome that certainly. Um, and then, yeah, buy, buy tickets, and and make sure you get there. That's that's really important. We want the place packed.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. And, and is it uh, maybe, I, I don't know if there's, I'm sure there's probably more information on the website with regards to those underwriters for a Christian business potentially that wanted to underwrite a portion of this, would there be some kind of advertising opportunity for them that they could get a, yeah. whether it's a shout out in a, a program or up on screen before or after the event, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Would there be some kind of advertising opportunity for those underwriters or, or yeah, what do you have in Yeah, thank
1: Yeah, I'm glad you reminded me of the advertiser. So if you are a business owner and you want to get in front of 2,500 conservatives, then reach out. Yeah, we have advertising options for the day of. So your business on the screen behind Ben Shapiro, if that's the kind of thing you'd be excited about, uh, you can find out some information on the website for that as well.
0: Fantastic. I, I am thrilled. I am so excited to be there and to be a part of not only the hoopla before and after, but also to hear everything the bench Shapiro has to say. Um, and one last cutback to the Wilberforce project. I. I- Maybe maybe to shine a little bit more of a spotlight, you, you mentioned the Strathmore bylaw, you mentioned a few other things. And mm-hmm. and I guess I'm I'm sure there's a lot of pro-life um Canadians who, as we touched on earlier, might look towards kind of what they see on the surface as a bit of a stalled pro-life movement. I, I wonder, just in closing here, if you could share maybe a few more highlights of what you have seen, whether it's um kind of the the progression of and and tragically we still haven't necessarily succeeded in getting somebody like leveson lewis um elected whether it's with regards to alberta official elections in the ucp or whether it's even somebody like Ch- chantelle de young um where where do you guys point to to help people appreciate the successes that have been starting to build up now whether they're concrete and like boom that's like a Um, unmitigated success, there's no way of denying that success or whether it's things that you're saying like we are clearly moving in the right direction. We are getting towards the tipping point. Uh, Why is now, in your opinion, a really exciting time to either get involved politically in the pro-life movement or uh, for the first time or renew somebody's involvement in the political aspect of the pro-life movement?
1: Uh, Yeah. Oh, there's so many. Um, There's so many small incremental things I could point to. And I think that's, that is the important perspective to keep is that we believe in incremental change. Um, It's, it's slow, strategic. It's not um, it's nothing all that flashy. Um, But yeah, you mentioned some of the pro-life victories in the last provincial election certainly is uh, appealing to us and it points to success. Um, Turnout for volunteers in the last election, um, the internship success that we've seen now three years over um, three summers now, where we have thousands of new pro-lifers identified with a name, with their name on a petition to end abortion when the baby can feel pain. Uh, so these are very concrete ways that we are moving closer to laws that protect the preborn and and their moms from the harm of abortion. I would also say you know, you know, mention the UCP and uh in actually two weeks before the Ben Shapiro event is the UCP AGM and if if you'll entertain a tangent for one moment this is another evidence that that we are heading in the right direction there are policies that are being ranked right now by members so by membership if I were you um, but being ranked by the members and possibly debated at that AGM to define third trimester abortion so this is these are the fruits of pro-lifers getting involved in politics. This is the way we influence the party, um, giving them permission that once once elected, once a pro-life MOA is elected, they now have permission from the party. They can say, hey, this is in our policy manual. Now I get to introduce a bill on this, right? And and that's, that's the masses, that's pro-lifers buying a $10 membership and ranking uh, ranking policies, attending the UCP AGM, that's, uh, there's, I think it's $200 for that, and you have to go and vote. But, you know, the fact that it's even introduced as a policy is evidence that we're heading in the right direction. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, cliches are cliche cliches for a reason. I I think that I think the cliche of of Rome wasn't built in a day. And when we look to um, stronger pro-life communities, potentially, whether whether it's simply south of the border or South American countries or some European countries, whether it's Hungary or or Poland or others, um, things didn't happen overnight. As much as I wish that they did, as much as I wish that we would be able to go from a complete acceptance of abortion to abortion being entirely banned overnight. I know from experience and from witnessing what has happened around the world that the most effective way of getting there is by doing what you can today with an eye on the future that, that we've got this theory of change working towards our ultimate goal, taking the gains we can day after day. And so I am thrilled with the work that you guys are doing at Wilberforce project. I, I can't thank you guys enough for taking the, the lead on the political And, and, and as I mentioned, again, as we bring it home on Ben Shapiro coming to Calgary, I am so excited about that. I hope maybe we're going to get a little bit of um, opportunities, whether it's before the event or an after party after the event to connect even with some pro lifers around there Mm -hmm. as well. Um, But I'm thrilled about this. Um, Is there anything that I'm forgetting? Any other shout outs we should be making for this event? Or should we leave it at go to the website, buy your ticket and share it around to all of your friends and family. Anything else we should talk about?
1: Um, well, I guess just to your, your fans and your regular listeners, you get to come to Bench Shapiro event and meet Cam in person. Oh. So there's just too many reasons not, uh, yeah, you just got to come
0: bingo i i am thrilled for that i am going to be looking for uh, we'll chat after after we're done the recording here steph to see if there's a way that that i can do a little bit of recordings there um, i'm sure the bench bureau is gonna be tied up himself but i'd love to chat with you live um, at both before and after the event um to, to kind of see the development and all that kind of stuff and so i'd love to to connect with a ton of people at the event as well um and then and shake some hands and, and meet some of the wonderful people like you who are in the audience um and have been supporting the show so faithfully so thanks a ton steph for coming on the show for putting all the work in for making this event happen i am so excited to see everything that happens around this and and can't say enough how important it is for people like you in the audience to not only attend but also hold this event in your prayers to Mm -hmm. ensure that we have the lord's blessing and making sure that things run as smoothly as possible so thanks so much
1: yeah thank you cam i really appreciate uh your your help in getting this launched well thank you
0: all right, folks. As you heard from Stephanie, this is for real. Bench Shapiro coming to Calgary, and we want you to be a part of it. We want pro-lifers to stack the seats. We want people like you who hold to the pro-life worldview and are passionate about bringing about cultural transformation to our nation. Um, we want to we want to make sure that you find your way there. Um, and This is something that I am really excited about. In the lead up to this event, I am really hoping that we might even be able to do a couple of giveaways of tickets um, for people like you. I don't have any confirmation on that. I'm going to have to talk to our financial team at CCBR and the Pro-Life Guys podcast to see if we can budget in a little bit of um, giveaway content for this, whether it's a couple of seats, whether it's um, a few things like that. but yeah, I would love to um, encourage you to attend the event. I'll be there. I'm sure many of my colleagues from CCBR will be there as well. And um, I, I can't say enough good things about the work that Wilbur Project is doing and how an event like this will fuel into prolonged and sustainable pro-life success within the movement, within Alberta. And I would argue even within the greater pro-life community across Canada and around the world, um, getting people fired up for how to effectively engage in the culture war and why it is not only necessary but also manageable to bring about cultural transformation. So thanks a ton. Check out the show notes below for how you can get tickets and for more about World Force Project, please do like and subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. And again, please do um, subscribe on YouTube as well. Um, Have it planned in the background, um, like the videos, that kind of thing. Because again, uh, many of the guests that I'm working on getting uh, will see YouTube as a bit of a litmus test for the size and, and scope of the program. And so the bigger that we can grow the YouTube channel, the more likely it'll be that I'll be able to get higher and higher profile guests on the show as well. So thanks a ton for tuning in and may God bless you abundantly wherever you're at, however however many hours are left in your day.